Yes. Uh, Last time on why we spin yarns. Okay, ready? It's a splash day, the Sedna. Yay! <laughs> Dia de la splash. Sí, sí. Dia de lanzamiento al agua. <laughs> okay, vamos a ver. Yeah, it's kind of, it's like a, it's always a bit of anticipation. It's the big day. Making sure everything works. The spot, the time we've been, it's like what we've been working towards, right? Palabras, primero el splash. Mucha suerte en su viaje. Fue un placer haberlos tenido aquí en Guaymas. Gracias. Espero regresen. is Why We Spin Yarns, a podcast about those who live their lives on and around the ocean. I'm Giselle Miller, and my husband Cliff and I are planning to sail our boat, Sedna, from Mexico to the Marquesas, crossing the Pacific Ocean this coming spring. We're documenting our travels with sounds and interviews from the places we anchor and the sailors we meet, giving you a little glance into this nomadic tribe that still live their lives, moving their homes and traveling with the seasons. It's, t- it's time to just, just be who you are and just go out there and just enjoy life and enjoy people. You know, it, we we can't be running down the freeway every day. It's it, that's not life. <laughs> and I can sit in a cove. I can watch the sun come down. I can give thanks for the sun. I can give thanks for every day of my life. And I just feel so much like I'm fulfilled. You know, it it doesn't have to be complicated. And it's not that complicated. You just get out there and do it and just have fun, you know. What are some of the beauties of having your home be on the boat? Wow, waking up in the morning out at anchor is fantastic. I don't go to the docks, so I live live on the hook uh, eight to nine months out of the year, and waking up in the morning and being at anchor is fantastic. Love that. A lot of people live, yeah, live on the boat, and 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 that is that is a lifestyle, and and, and the goal, sort of living living on the boat. And I, I like it as a as a way of, of getting to to interesting places. That's that's always a good feeling, is when you can just step back and enjoy the ride, and let the wind drive the boat and steer the boat, and you just get to sit there and watch.
Episode 2, The Shakedown. It's Saturday afternoon, and we just left Wymus aboard Sedna after a big refit. We're in the water, feeling good, all sails up. We're cruising six knots due south, 10, 15 knots of wind, feeling good. Everything's working. Sun, we still got a couple hours of daylight, but we're, we're cruising. We're out doing it. We're finally cruising. It's been a lot of hard work in a short amount of time, really. And we're not really going to do a... We're kind of doing a shakedown across the Sea of Cortez. And then if things are looking good, we're going to keep heading south and maybe go down to Puerto Vallarta. Out of the workyard, we put all the projects away, stowed for sea. Yeah, this is perfect sailing. Couldn't ask for better sailing conditions right now. Radio check. But I'm gonna call the Capitania over the radio in my uh, best radio Spanish, which is tricky. Speaking Spanish face to face is one thing, but over the radio is quite another Capitania, Capitania, Capitania Buenas noches, este es un valero Sedna de 13 metros Estamos saliendo Guaymas y vamos por Puerto Vallarta con dos tripulantes I was trying to think of what your earliest memory of sailing was. The earliest memorable experience is capsizing the laser out in the lake. We had a little laser that we'd tow up to the lake and I think it was the first time that I went out all by myself and I was probably like 50 pounds or something. I don't know how much I weigh, how much, how old I was, but uh, I ended up capsizing it and was sitting there, which isn't a big deal, but I was sitting there like doing chin-ups. I was I think I remember standing on the dagger board and I still wasn't heavy enough to right the boat. Somebody had to finally come get me. But that was probably my most memorable early sailing experience. Uh, we came to Southern California. He bought a feather sailboat and then I believe that was a 20-foot sailboat and on Sunday mornings when mom would bring out the bucket the mop and start piling laundry up in the house in Palos Verdes California 
uh, he would say, boys, I think we need to go check on the boat. And we would go out and we would spend a day sailing. And we would sail all around L.A. Harbor, all around L.A., and then we'd come back and we'd put the boat up and then we'd take mom to dinner. But I was only like four years old then, and, and I remember crawling up in the front of that boat and being in, in the uh, hatch with, hatchway with my brother and these fish that were just bigger than life. And they were jumping and they were looking at us and we were looking at them and we put our hands out and get some spray and stuff like that. And it was like the most exciting adventure for a, a four-year-old that I can remember and that was my first introduction to sailing. My first uh, sail, really important sail, I think, was in San Francisco Bay. It was uh, with a friend who lived in Sausalito and he had this gorgeous wood catch and we took off in the morning uh, out of Sausalito and we went out into the bay and then we sailed under the Golden Gate Bridge and went out to sea and you could feel the, the you know, the, it was the first time I'd been actually at sea in a sailboat where I could feel the actual swells, yeah. you know, the waves. So when Cliff and I first met, he told me on our first date actually, <laughs> that he wanted to live on a boat. Growing up in Alaska, I had spent a lot of time on boats. I enjoyed being out on the water, but really had no actual sailing experience. So as a test drive of sorts, before even buying a boat, we went on a little overnight sailing trip with some friends. So our buddy owned a 29-foot cascade. It was fairly bare bones as far as cruising boats go, but it was perfect. It was my first time, first experience cooking in a small galley, first time sleeping in a small, tiny berth with Cliff. And uh, I remember having drinks the first night we were out at anchor, having drinks in the cockpit and kind of making a mental note to myself that I could do this. I could do this with Cliff. And... It was the first time that I really was able to understand what Cliff was actually dreaming about and what he was kind of reaching towards. Okay, sweet pea. Cheers! Here's, Cheers. here's to Sedna, Creatures of the Deep, and the Old Man of the Sea. Cheers, Sedna. Thank you. Okay. What's today? Today is Monday. Cliff doesn't know. I know, because <laughs> I've been writing in the log. Today is Monday, November 27th, and we're out in the middle of the Sea of Cortez. So the trip down from Wymus to Puerto Vallarta also known as the Sonoran Passage to Cruisers, is about 550, 560 nautical miles. And Sedna travels at about five, five and a half knots on average, uh, sailing and motoring. So we were looking at doing about a 
five to six day passage. Barring any catastrophes, we're hoping to kind of simulate as best we could the first week of being out at sea on a larger ocean passage. So I'm going to be quiet because Cliff is sleeping downstairs, but just for the record, we're sailing at six knots and it's midnight. And I think we need to have more champagne at sunset and toast to Sedna more often because literally right after that, the wind picked up. We've been sailing all night. Guess that means we're starting a tradition. Contigo aprendí que existen nuevas y mejores emociones contigo aprendí a conocer un mundo lleno de ilusiones aprendí que la semana tiene más de siete días Ser mayores mis contadas alegrías Y a ser dichoso yo contigo Yo aprendí Contigo aprendí A ver la luz del otro lado de la luna Contigo aprendí Okay, Gary, that's down. We'll talk to you in about uh, 12, 13 minutes. And uh, before that, though, let's tell everyone that this is a, the Sun Richard Matter. It's a very friendly and relaxed hand net. But because it is a hand net, you do need a hand mic to participate. However, we have the sailing vessel Milagro with Michael and Judy on board. And this morning, signs just moving from Puerto Bayander on Carmen Island all the way over to Loretto, where we'll uh, hang for a couple of days. Good morning, Jake. XC2, November 6th, Oscar Lima Yankee, sailing vessel Dolce with Tony and Diane on board. We are outbound Muertos, inbound Isabella. Our position is 24 degrees. Today, I did my official first transmission as a ham operator on our ham radio, which was very exciting. And I was able to talk to somebody who's just outside of Mazatlan, and they were able to relay it back to the net, but we were talking to the Sonrisa Cruisers Net, which is a group of cruisers that get on a ham net in the morning at 7.30. And somebody was able to hear us, which is really exciting. Good morning, this is Kilo Lima for Oscar, Oscar, Cliff, and Giselle on sailing vessel Sedna, that's Sierra Echo Delta November Alpha. We're outbound Wyamis, inbound uh, Punta Mita, and we are just about 
16 miles or nautical miles northwest of Punta Mita right now. Current position is 21 degrees, 02 seconds north, and 105 degrees, 38 seconds west. That's Kilo Lima for Oscar Oscar on the side. So when I'm talking to people about their favorite thing about cruising, that's my favorite thing. Watching dolphins on the bow? Yeah, dolphins on the bow. That's why I wanted a bowsprit. <gasps> Did you see that? We have a booby. A brown-footed booby? I think he's a brown-footed booby. A brown-footed booby on our bowsprit. Another great plus perk is it's a resting spot for birds. <laughs> he's been hanging out the entire night. And now he's making noises. Yeah, rule number one, stay on the boat. That's why I have a center jack line. I can reach over the rail, I can slide a car, I can do whatever, but I can't get off the boat. And you don't leave the cockpit unless you're clipped to it, of course. Rule number two, right? keep the water out of the boat. You know, these plastic boats, they've already lived. My boats lived for 42 years. Why? Because you kept the water out of it. And if you keep the water out of the boat, it's going gonna, it's gonna to float. It's going to be forever. And rule number three, enjoy life. Have ice at 5 o'clock for, for the captain and the crew, you know. And every night at sunset, when I'm out at sea, I don't drink to excess. I take a shot, and I toast the sunset, I, and I toast the, 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 the sun. I give thanks to God for the day, and I toast the sun, and then I pour a little bit in for Poseidon. And when I'm on shore, I pour a little bit in for mi tierra, because without the earth, we're nowhere, you know. My name is Bruce Glass, and I am the owner and slave to Scuttlebutt, uh, 41 foot Formosa, 1975, hall number 309. And uh, I truly enjoy uh, living on this boat and sailing this boat. It's very stable. It's a solid concrete foundation to go to the next adventure. Yes, hi, this is Mike Mullins, and the boat is Compass Rose. Compass Rose is a tie-in, a 37, built in 83. 
technically, I became a, a real cruiser August 22nd, uh, 2011. Eight o'clock in the morning. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you so much. side of Banderas Bay. It's a very cute, quaint little surfing town. Um, it's beautiful. It's calm. There's palm trees. It's humid. It's really nice. I almost cried when I saw palm trees today. <laughs> okay, so it is Friday. So we just finished our longest passage as of yet. We did seven days. Six nights. Six nights. Six, I'd say it was pretty much six days, six nights. Like six full days and six full nights. Yeah, yeah. Six days, six nights. But it was a full, it was a solid week. Yeah. I mean, kind of, I mean, six full days, call it seven days, six nights. It was a week. Biggest passage. Okay, so part of this cruise was to be quote unquote a shakedown. Yeah. So that we which is a pretty pretty good shakedown. Six six days, six nights is a pretty With good light shakedown. Winds, which is what the everybody says the puddle jump's supposed to be. There's a lot of light winds, like that's the norm. So we had light winds. That's yeah. my point. We did a lot of drifter sailing. Yeah. More so than before, it's easy when you're at the dock or in the yard to think... There's always projects. There's always stuff that needs to get done on the boat. Once you go out sailing for seven days, then it's like, all right, this is these are the top 
things that we need to do for actually like getting where we want to go. But in the meantime, we did lots of work while we were sailing and now we're here in the tropics in paradise. So surf's up, let's go play. Preciosa y orgullosa, permite la quieran consolar. Dicen que alguien se vino y se fue. Dicen que pasa la vida soñando con él. Dicen que pasa la vida soñando con él. Dicen que pasa la vida soñando con él. Sí, señor. Perfecto. on the next episode of Why We Spin Yarns. Good morning, this is the Bandos Bay Cruises Net for Tuesday the 23rd of January. Net control today is Ronnie the Tea Lady. So, La Cruz de Wanacoxley is a fishing village. There's two of them predominantly here right now. One's in Punta de Mita and the other one's here in La Cruz. Uh, again, it's the only place left in a tourist bay that is not a tourist town. You got the cobblestone, you know, streets that are like very rickety and you, but you have the, you know, 11 peso bus that takes you everywhere and, um, you know, it's, it's a big enough town where there's great little stores and tiendas to really suffice so you don't have to like go truck really far or buy hardly anything. It's iguanas, it's chickens, it's cats, dogs, kids. Uh, they're all running around everywhere, and you just kind of keep your eyes open. <laughs> uh, my favorite thing about La Cruz is the town is quiet. It's not a noisy town. I'll be exploring the town of La Cruz, both the Mariner and the Mexican local communities, and I'm going to be doing this with just female voices. Get in touch with your slightly more feminine sailor side on the third episode of Why We Spin Yarns. I'm Giselle Miller. Thank you for listening, and I hope you continue to do so. Okay. Uh, listo por uno más canción. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah bueno. La siguiente canción es La Viquina. Musical groups featured in this episode include Vagabond Mantra, Shanghai String Band, and a special guest, Solomon Califani, who plays at the restaurants in Punta Mita. I had a wonderful recording session with him on the beach, which you can hear more of at my website, sednastories.com. And special thanks to David Reed for the acoustical guitar riffs. Thanks, Dave. Why We Spin Yarns is our podcast that Giselle Miller produced and recorded on our boat, Sedna. If you're interested in more about our journey, visit us at our website.
So in the mean, so we did our seven days, and <laughs> let's not say seven days again. It was seven days. <laughs> you can cut it out. Okay.